Welcome to the world of Thea, a wondrous and imaginary place where tall ships, magic and adventure, calls to the hearts of many brave women and men such as yourselves. Whether you've come seeking profit, fame, titles, or perhaps even glory for the nations you've chosen to serve, one thing is certain, the more you risk, the greater will be your reward. We send you now to join with your new crew aboard the Seraphim. She's a proud ship, with a stout captain and a strong crew. And even though this be her maiden voyage, your mission is so important that news of it has already begun to spread across the seas. So sharpen your cutlass, prime your muskets, and ready yourselves for the journey of a lifetime. The tides be right, and it's time we were away. Miss Finley, what sea, sea tales do you have to share, ma'am? My father was a Jarl. I served in his navy when I was a child, and up until I was 18. And in a way, yes, I do have a sea tale, but considering I was almost put on the chopping block today because of it, I'm not entirely sure you wish to hear it. You are my guest. Anything you say here, ma'am, I am not the commander of the Atibian Trading Company. I am an ally of yours at the moment. You are aboard one of Her Majesty's vessels, and you are one of Her Majesty's sailors. As far as I'm concerned, you deserve all the same respect as any man who serves beneath me. If you ha would like to share with us something about yourself, we'd be honored to have it at the table. Well, this is a story for my crewmates as well to understand that my relationship with my brother is not a good one. He is the eldest and therefore is in line to inherit everything. But when he met Ursa, he gave it all up for a pair of sweet legs. However, there was a time when all he thought of was becoming a Jarl worthy of my father's legacy. And during one of our raids on the banks of Inish Moor, sorry, Captain. <laughs> she like <laughs> says sorry to Gregor, like, sorry about that. I was young. I was the third captain of his three vessel of my father's three vessels we had heard word of a settlement of people west of those shores now most of us did not know that west of Inishmore or avalon even existed so when we set out to sail in hope of plunder and riches we set were set upon by a grand storm and we were separated from my brothers Ulgar and Solman's vessels, and she starts getting into this cadence of voice, trying to become a storyteller. When And then when we saw landfall, we found the wreckage of their ship and tracks leading northward into the island itself. From there, it was a mere day's walk until we reached the Montaigne settlement. They were holding my brothers captive in the stocks in the center of town. My father and I devised a plan while my brother Bro Bori was sent to guard the ships. He was not fond of this expedition as I was. I set a fire to the lumberyard. I set the horses free as a distraction and fought my way through 30 Montaigne soldiers armed to the teeth with guns and sword in order to save my brothers. And then, in the climax, when my father was able to capture the 
Alga Arger, which means coward in Bestin, the Arger mayor, in order to agree to let us go. One montane man stood against us. He was an elderly chap, but a soldier of fine stock, and he challenged me to a duel eighteen at eighteen years old. I was already shot through the chest with a bullet, clean through, but I picked up my sword and crushed his rapier. He yielded, and we have never set foot in Nova Scotia again. Well, it's good to hear that you uh, were able to best this man and, and, and be with us here today. Um, I'm sure, as your captain was pointing out to us earlier, that everyone has a, a similar tale, and maybe not quite as similar as that one, but definitely similar. Miss Thomas, uh, anything from you? Uh, something to regale us with a tale, perhaps, about something from your past or a little, a little snippet of the, the life you had before joining with the Seraphim? Uh, well, nothing quite as entertaining as dear Annika's here, I'm afraid. Um, Skull. I say it back to her and I toast my drink to her. I was a, I was just a merchant's daughter back in Vodace. And I went out to make a name for myself. So I've been adventuring these past five years, working my way up from smaller roles on a ship, and now I'm the quartermaster of the Seraphim. I hope to open my own merchant company one day. A noble venture. Perhaps when all is said and done, um, if you are still having some issues uh, putting the, f the coin together, you could speak to our commander here and see about opening up a branch of the company itself. If the Atibian company were they, they treat their people well. I must say the uh, the men who count the money and make the arrangements, they have uh, they have done very very well for themselves. That's a very generous offer, sir. I, I thank you. And you, Captain. Uh, obviously, your your dialect and <clears throat> your manner of speech speak of the islands to the west of Avalon. Care to share a little bit about yourself? Uh, nothing quite so fabulous as Annika or even Monkey himself, I am afraid. Uh, just a simple farmer's son grew up and after me da, after me da died, as it were, I joined crew on a ship, started a, about the same as Mr. York, and worked my way up until uh, I ended up being accepted into the court for uh, feats of heroism. And these feats, were they also at sea? They were nautical? I uh, don't know if you've heard of an old ship, the Lion's Roar, captained by Mr. Captain Tweegan. We were set upon by pirates. And when all was said and done, I was the highest ranking survivor. Sometimes it is fate itself that chooses her its heroes, and other times men make, make things happen. I'm Proud to make your acquaintance. Yours as it's, well, uh, sir. <clears throat> and Miss Monero. See? I asked only <clears throat> everyone else for a small tale, but I 
I'm sure, knowing the fiery passions of your of your homeland, that it will be the best for last. So please, would you like to uh, share my, with my officers and myself a little bit about your past? Well, um, I have only been on the sea, uh, my good gentleman, for about, uh, say what, like five weeks? Um, she turns to a crew member, like the person sitting next to her, say monkey, and it's like, what have we been sailing for, like five weeks? Oh, give or take a few days. Ah, thank you, Elisa. Um, it feels like fucking forever, okay? I am not one for the sea, my good captain. It is a most noble profession, and I admire all of you greatly who choose to spend your life in wooden coffins floating in the water. Um, a few weeks ago, we were beset upon by a monstrous fish, and I climbed the mast and grasped it like some sort of erotic dancer, and I shot at it, and then shimmied down the pole. Very, um, it was, it was not graceful, it was not heroic, but, you know, we make do. You were set upon by a fish. An absolutely gargantuan beast. It was, now this isn't, this isn't Castilian allegory, this is, it was a big fish. And it tried to, you know. Have you seen the damage on the ship? We're just repairing it now. Um, huge fish came up, tried to bite the boat. It almost ate Annika. She was she was this close to getting her very large, muscular legs just bitten off. You know, honey was not so lucky. And Annika's voice cracks. We lost a man in this woman. Great- woman, I could not tell. We lost a woman in this great fish battle. and It were quite a fish. Quite a fish. I see, so see. all of you, you you all saw a giant... Jo- amazing. I, I, uh, it was bigger than the boat. Yes, but I don't have any sea stories, like I said. So let me instead tell you of the 17 marriages. I say marriages, they're more like shams. 17 marriages I've disrupted in Castile. I've written a ballad about it. So this goes on for a while, I'm sure. But the sea sail about the fish was interesting because no one else mentioned the fish. I love how everybody was going much further back than the fish. And it took the, 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 the Spaniard to go, what about the fish, huh? That's a big fish. In Elisa's defense, she's trying to pretend like the whole fish thing never happened. And that makes perfect sense. Right. I wasn't going to lead off with it. It's like, I don't want to sound like the crazy one. Also... Isabel knows what she's doing. Someone after dinner is going to approach her and go, tell me the story of the fish. Give oh, yeah. Me, give me a coin. Buy me a drink. And someone will. And then she'll tell you're the story. On a naval, of the, you're on a yeah. naval vessel. What? You're on a naval vessel. You're, you're an officer from another ship. No one's going to say, give me a coin. You just, you're, you're, see, you're shipmates almost. Like you're in the same Navy. It's just like, buy Listen. me a drink. <laughs> Give me some coin, you bastard. <laughs> you want to hear about the fish? It's not for free. Um, Nothing is for free. Nothing. Okay, I understand. Actually, uh, no. The ballad of the 17 um, right. marriages that Isabel has broken up. That was right. free. That was a taste. 16 betrothals in one marriage, it's known as. Okay. <laughs> um, the evening goes by uneventful. Uh, everybody's having a good time. In the morning... Uh, I think the captain's walked away. So in the morning, the ship's getting ready to go. And uh, as you're preparing for high tide is coming in, 
Ezra, the guns are secure. Everybody's ready to go. You, uh, a longboat gets dispatched from the Banshee. And it comes pulling over. And in it is Captain Milton Davis. And he says, Ahoy, Seraphim! Ahoy, Captain! Ahoy! Captain! You want another song? No. Is your captain about? Is he able to come to the side? Very rude. Fine, I will go get him. Captain! <laughs> if I hear any of this, I come walking to the side. Good morning, Captain. Morning, sir. It seems that we've been befuddled. Last night, our rudder chains were fouled. Not sure how this was achieved. I had men on deck all posted all night, but I cannot steer my ship. Unfortunately, it's going to take some time to correct this problem. The system that moves this frigate is rather intricate. Of course. And the chains, he says, and the chains have been... I'm at least two to three days at this, sir. I know that you have places to go and you are not wishing to be held up for too long. If you wish, you can make your way without me to Makaro. And I will join you there. Keeper, is that something that I could... Like, is that a healing thing with the spell or no? No. No, okay. Um, All right. Then no, this that... is this is this is pure sabotage. This isn't like damage. Yeah, you know that. I... Yeah, you're you're right. talking about somebody who cut chains and ropes and counterweights and. Yeah. Can I okay. ask, C- Captain Davis? Who do you think would do such a thing to your ship? This this isn't some accident. This is this is pure sabotage. I'm aware, and I'm wondering if when we brought Miss Finley's brother in, if there aren't some locals here who may, in fact. Well, be a little supportive or at least enamored by the pirates in the area or paid to do some damage to us to slow us down. I don't, I'm not sure, Miss Thomas. All I can tell you is this was a masterful job of sabotage. I turn to the captain and I say, we can make a plan. Is there... Do we want to head to Makaro already? Or is there anywhere else that we want to stop? Annika and I wanted to sell the spices that we had purchased at the Buka. Maybe we could... If you, if you would be amenable to that plan, I know that our coffers are a little low. I wouldn't mind having some more money before we I don't suppose out. it would hurt to stop off at San... Is it San Sancha? Uh-huh. Yes. Okay, it's stop off at San Sancha for a day or two while we wait on uh, Captain Davis. It's not, okay. a, this is not a plan that we want to go into by ourselves, for sure. No, absolutely not. So, how about this morning? Because we were supposed to leave this morning, right? Right. Tide is up. Yes. We set course for San Sancha. We spend a day there at the most. And, or day or two, probably just a day. And from there, we go to Makaro and we meet Captain Davies at a rendezvous point. Well, Captain Davies said he's two or three days behind as it is. So we've got at least two days before we need to get to Makaro. Yes. And well, I mean, you know, with ship repairs, anything could come up. 
it's probably going to take him longer anyway. It gives him some time to get fixed and then take the journey up. Yes, but what is the guarantee that this sister-in-law of our dear Vestin will be still in Makaro upon our arrival? Excellent point. Unfortunately, we have no guarantee, but we also don't know the we don't know the waters, we don't know the lands, nor the people. Captain Davis here is our only source of information on those three things. And in all honesty, he gave you that. And not trying to sway him one way or the other, he has no better contact. If he's representing the Atibian Trading Company, he has no friends there. This is just going to be a go and try to get her situation. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Um, I thought. No, no, no. Yeah, the, gotcha. the Ruhari people are not pleased at all with the Atibian Trading Company. You coming in with a ship that isn't a TBN Trading Company or flying their colors. Because right now, if you look up, it's the it's the flag of Avalon and the Atibian Trading Company. He flies those two because that's his duty this year, right? He has to show everyone that he's on their official business. So he's flying the colors of the company. You are only you can fly any flag. I mean, you can fly no flag if you wanted, but you have you're Avalonian. You're not this it's not quite the same. Okay. Then all right, in that case, so we have the same information as captain davis now yep he knows all the differences is that he knows he he gave you the bearings and how long it would take to get there but Mukaro, he knows nothing about the inland of the island because okay normally he would never get off the his boats he doesn't really need to all right uh in that case isabel it sounds like or excuse me in that case isabel we should go straight to Moncaro. before before this imposter tries to leave if she's a real, if she's a real Vestin sailor, she will only take what she needs and then keep moving. So there's no guarantee that she'll be there in the first place. If she's picking up her supplies and making trade deals, it takes a few days. But the faster we get there, the more likely we'll be able to catch the Hargard bitch. Excellent. I, so I... we can we can go and reconnoiter and. And if she be there, we can Shanghai her and bring her back. All right. I call over to this side. Uh, I, Captain Davis. Yes, sir. All right. We'll meet you in Moncaro. Uh, Godspeed, and hopefully the repairs go quicker than than thought, but we'll wait for you there unless we have to chase. Okay. He says, that excellent, excellent plan. I will ma- I will get there with all speed. Wonderful, Captain. So you guys are going to set sail. You make way anchor, I guess. Get everybody on board. Get, take, take, you know, get ready to take off. Uh, sheets are blown up. You know, roll unfurled. The anchor yeah. brought up. No, um, before the preparations were entirely underway, I wanted to have the conversation. Go. Okay. All right. So go ahead. So, well, this is all starting to happen. I mean, okay. it takes great. Um. Is Captain Davies in a position to put me back on land? Um, not really. He wasn't going there, but he could. Okay. Shoot. How would I get there? I mean, I, I, I don't know. You could swim. I could swim. Your mission, by the way, is, you know, to be with the crew as not- much as possible. I know. By the way, if we're trying to capture her, wouldn't we want... The man at arms or the woman at arms in this case? Wouldn't that be like an essential 
part of the of the crew. Okay, so landing, let's so the let's, chick with all the guns and swords. So let's role play this out. You think Elisa's gonna do much damage? She throws Science. one punch and says, "Ow." I am okay. worth two it, Isabel's. You quiet your mouth. <laughs> Shots fired. Okay. okay, so let us um role play this out. Um, uh, Capitan, uh, if I could have a a word with with you and uh, you know um, everyone, we're we're all here. Uh, listen, I am going to be of very little use to you if you are going to be chasing a pirate in the ship and shanghaiing is that the term shanghai if you're going to be shanghaiing a woman from a boat i will be of no use to you and i have a bit of business that i need to take care of so i'm going to go and we talked about going to Mancaro anyway you can pick me up there because i don't want to because i don't want to delay the overall arcing mission and as this is a side project Isabel. I'm going to do a side project as well. And not the... You're just making it sound like you'll be afraid to fight. Why would you be running from it? I am not afraid to fight. Of course I am not. I am what simply... are you running to then? You would abandon this scroll and your captain, which you were hired to protect 24 hours a day? No one can protect that man 24 hours a day. No one. True. It is an impossible task. Isabel... You threatened me at sword point the other day when I tried to take the last muffin at breakfast. And you don't want to go to Makara with us to track down this woman? I thought that this would be everything that you would have wanted. You go out on an adventure. You have a, an, another adventure to add to your repertoire of, of bardic songs for you to sing whenever we occupy our next inn. This doesn't sound like you from... What I know of you is there. What you business? Think of the blood. What business? Think do of the guts. Have? I don't like the blood and the guts. I. That's not what draws me to fighting. It's not what draws me to it. I. I take no pleasure in killing people. I take pleasure in this what? skill, but that is not the point. That is not the point. You said that I you agree. Have... Well, what's this confusing. about you being useless in this fight? You're one of the I best fighters this... I've ever seen. And if we have to go on board a ship, then there's nobody I'd want besides you. And Annika, of course. Of course, Annika. No offense taken. She's good at her job. Aye. What is it you have? What business do you have in San Sancha? If it's important, then by all means. If it's just, a, if it's getting more ingredients for Edmundo, he can go himself, or he can wait. We've been found out. <laughs> 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 Mundo, I didn't know you were listening. Get over here. <laughs> it is I'm not sorry, a- that was perfect. <laughs> Ow. We um we um We're betrayed. <laughs> it is not it is not for Edmundo. It is just personal and something that I feel that I must do. Ezra, you can hear all this by the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hear what she's saying. Yeah. Isabel, is is everything all right? I mean, I you heard us. We will be we're going to be going to San Sancha as soon as we're done with our business in Macaro. And that way whatever that is... business that you have, you can 
take care of there? Is it something urgent? Are are you all right? I I think so. I, I look at her. I, I look at her, and I and I say in Castilian, "What is this personal business that you have to take care of? That you cannot come with your compatriot and fight by our side proudly? Why do you sign on to these sheep only to run away for personal gains? I come with us in Castilian. And bathe I, in the blood of our enemies. I I snap in Castilian to um, monkey. I was I did not sign on to this ship. I was dragged." by my shackled feet to join this festering hulk of I can't think of a Spanish type of wood to say, but damn it <laughs> she's basically I was dragged, I was conscripted I was rotting in a jail cell it wasn't ter- right. a terrible jail cell and I was only in it for 12 hours but that is not the point I did you not- are not the only one I myself was also conscripted, but I take pride in being with this crew on this tiny little ship that is not nearly enough guns. Not nearly enough guns? The kitchen is not big enough. The beds are too small. There are rats. All right, that's enough. If we're going to have a conversation, we do it where we can all talk. (laughs) Isabel, look me in the eyes and tell me one thing. Is this more important than your than the mission given you to you by the crown? And is it worth going back to that jail cell? That's the, that's the questions. If the answer is yes, cool. We don't have time to bollock around. Captain, I don't know what the, the contents of that scroll are. For all I know, this could be more important. And in fact, it's more important to me. Okay. So and- it is personal. I've said then that. that's it's all the deliberation. Alright, you don't need to get angry. This is how I speak. And you're gonna go alone. I was planning on it. I'm not going to divert anyone else on my personal business. However, I'm suggesting this knowing the fact that you, that you all are going to San Sancha in several days to pick me up. I don't know how long this business will take me. Potentially and- several days. And we don't know how long this business will take us either, so there's that. Exactly, and I'm trying my best to be, you know, respectful of the oh-so-great mission for this scroll, which no one knows what it is. It could be a recipe! Have you thought of that? Queen Elaine could have found an excellent recipe for scones and is sharing it with her friends around the world. You really think that it's better than Edmundo's? Really? No, of course not. But... Exactly. That's not worth this mission. <laughs> Look, Isabel, if... Good point. I can't stop what? you. The captain can stop you. But yeah, I can't. He can, he can try. I think it's a stupid idea for you to go off on your own. Do I l- turn to Gregor and I try to say a stage whisper, Do you want me to restrain her? No, because if we try to restrain her, if you do restrain her, she'll just be in absolute terror the entire time. And we both that, know it. That is very true. I'm not saying, and I, this is to everybody, Isabel can go and come as she pleases. My only questions to her, was it more important to her than the mission? She's answered yes, and we will see her in San Sancha. If not, we should just leave her. 
that won't happen. I, I don't I don't see that happening unless she as long as she is waiting for us in San Sancho, we will retrieve her there. I Okay. Hopefully we won't need her. I would like to look at Isabel and go if you go to San Sancho, you will have no backup. You will be alone. We won't be there for at least five days at the very minimum. As long as you're all right with that, and as long as you've made peace with the fact that if you get in trouble, we won't be there to help you for almost a week's time, then go. We'll start looking for you at the docks as soon as we get in. And I'll, I'll make sure that she has extra provisions for her trip if she needs them and make sure that she has enough stuff. I don't agree with what she's doing, but I'm going to make sure she's taken care of. Isabel is finding it very difficult to believe that, like, that one, it's like, wow, they're letting me go quickly. Two, they're very, like, concerned for my safety and, like, back up and, you know, it's it's just foreign to her. Well, this... shipmates tend to get like that very quickly because without that, that that backup, you just fall dead. Yeah. Um. And as someone who lives her life, like we've touched on it, you know, in mm-hmm. this episode and in the previous, someone who's living her life like the main character, I don't have a lot of backup. I don't have. I've come to, and with that, I've come to what I was trying to say. If I go with you mm-hmm. to protect the captain, protect the bloody scroll, there is no guarantee that the rest of you will stay and help me with what I need to accomplish, which is why I feel that I must do it on my own. There is no guarantee that you're going to help, that you're going to stay. Isabel, if you'd simply asked for our help. Isabel, I promise you that if you go with us, we will go to San Sancha and we will help you with what you need. This is obviously incredibly important to you. And shipmates need to stick together, support each other. It's how a good ship runs. If morale is high, I will help you however, in any possible way I can. And I'm sure that everyone else feels the same way. You're very kind. Hey, we're shipmates, right? After all. I would, bash a man, I would bash a man's head in for you. Thank you. Um, all of us rely on each other. We wouldn't be here after that fight with a bloody big fish if it wasn't for you, if it wasn't for all of us. I didn't we work together much... as a team. L- listen, I have... I admit, I, I am essential. I'm very important. I did not do a lot in the Battle of the Fish. I heard that you... You did more than you think you did. Did you stab it? Shoot it? You did something. All I did was... Oh, she was great at the, at, with the pistols. I mean, I, all thanks, I did... I mean... I, I was balling up canvas and holding it against the ship's side, screaming for everyone to stop blowing holes in the damn ship. Oh, she took part. out that big dangly thing on his head with one great shot she did. All by herself. We, this is, this is lovely. Um, we can keep singing my praises, but don't we have a ship to run? So let me have the, the final decision. Oh, she's Are, going. I mean, Elise has now promised to help her when they get to San Sancha. 
So you're not taking off. You're going to go with the crew now, and then the two of you will take, a minimum two of you will take care of the Sansanche ship. Or all of you. Yep. Okay. I've been right. convinced by my lovely shipmates. Uh, yeah, I start hollering commands the moment she says, like, the decision is she's staying with us. All yep. right, it's like, get the slack out. Get the anchor up. We need to go. We're behind. I, all right. I clap so, her on the shoulder and smile at her. Glad that she's staying. Alrighty. We're going to just speed up forward to the arrival at Bacaro. Uh You do sail there. It takes just a little over two days. You get there at around uh, 10 a.m. on the morning. You left on the 6th. The 7th, you arrive on 10 a.m. on the morning of the 8th. And what you see is you see an island that is from the coastal line that you're approaching from pretty barren. Uh, like barren is in devoid of people, although it does have a thick far, you know, a, a tropical look to it. And it, it's fairly lush, but the beach itself, there's nobody, there's nobody on it. You see no town uh, in like right away. It's, it's, it's almost as if, you know, it's, it's just one of the, hundreds or thousands of little islands that that dot and it's a little bit bigger than than, than the smallest but you're getting the idea it's it's pretty it looks to be almost deserted like um you would drop someone off here if you wanted to maroon them type thing by uh captain davis's uh own admission the boat it's the uh, your ship can get in probably to about 50 feet from the shoreline and still be in good anchorage so you're able to do that Get yourself all locked down. Uh, Annika, you see no sign uh, of, you know, your sister-in-law's boats. Uh, you don't see any obvious, you know, long ships here. However, <clears throat> up maybe about a two, three hundred yards from the central part of the bay where the boat has to dock, or where the boat has to drop anchor, rather, you do see a river mouth. And uh, that would be some place where the longer ships, like, you know, what your people use, might be able to conceal themselves better by going, you know, upriver, even if it's just a quarter of a mile, just to kind of get off the site of a of a spyglass uh, and uh, park themselves there if they're going to try to reprovision and deal with the locals. I would definitely grab the captain and put the hand on his shoulder, but not say anything first. Okay. Yes. The ways of the Vestin pirate is to always head further inland in the longship. It deters galleons and frigates from chasing them down in the shallow waters. So where would she keep her own ship? Up in the river. That way. They tow it in? No, they can row it in. They're quite narrow in the hull. Not the not the long ships. Where's her main ship? The one she's been raiding in. I don't see any sign of that, but if she's only using long ships, then she would be up there. Understood. Can the keeper can the seraphim fit in there or is it is it still no. too big? No, a sloop can't go a brig and a sloop would never get up in the river like that. I didn't think so, just figured I'd ask. Yeah, no, uh, that's that's the great part of a of a long ship, right? Is that right. they're they're shallow. The now draw, enough. yeah. There's very, yeah. very little draw, right? All right. Yeah. Um, hey, we'll have to anchor the ship here and take our own longboats in. So, how many are you bringing? What's the plan? Let's talk about how are you taking one long ship and just five of you and five more, because each long ship can hold about eight to ten people. 
depending on how many how much provisions you're bringing. If you're bringing a lot like water casks and a lot of food, then you're probably down to like six men per boat. So what are you would, looking to do? And I would say for now, uh, take two long boats, one with us, one with some of Isabel's Marines to have them hold a spot at the shore. Okay. For us to come back to make sure that we don't come back to an ambush or anything. Alrighty. Fair enough. Everybody can okay we with that? Leave them with some food. Can we water. take a, a deck gun? Can we mount a deck gun on it? Ooh. On the longboat? It's a lot of... A, yeah. Maybe that's to take time. Not a... Maybe one of the... You're talking about one of the little ones, Monkey? Yeah, yeah. The deck gun. Okay. A deck gun. It, 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 it's a swivel gun. Swivel gun. Okay. You know, it would, it, yeah, a swivel gun. It would it would, uh, it would attach into the gunwales. Um, all right. Yeah. If you're going to take it, you could, you could get one of the, you can get a swivel onto one of them. Yeah. I mean, it's nasty, right? You can shoot grape shot out of it and you can, yeah, you it's can, one you good, break one a good few shot bones, remove an arm. I love oh it. yeah. No, no, no. Fantastic. All right. So by the time you get the boats, the, the ship anchored, the boats, uh, the two boats down, pick the men for the second, um, the second long boat and How drop, many? I think he said five, right? Five or six. How many did you want? Well, you guys decide. How many, what, Marines? Yeah. Um, I have 10. Take six. Okay, so we're bringing Meeks. We are bringing Strongarm, Tiger, Paul the Swine, Hunter, and Bramsby. Well, thank God Bramsby's there because that'll make all the difference. Bramsby is important. A valued member of the crew. Longboats are dropped. Uh, down you go. Doesn't take... Um, um, what I'd like to do, uh, if it's possible, is we're taking a lot of people, but we're not taking, obviously, a lot. Of, we're not taking cannons. So I'd like to leave all of my guys behind to protect the ship mm-hmm. because uh, that was a very common thing. If you, if you left the ship unguarded for people to basically take your ship. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Anytime so if you- we leave that, leave that crew, then I've got, I've got enough crew at least to fight them off with cannons. No, everybody, but with the exception of six Marines and the five of you. So out of the 34 men you have on the ship right now, including yourselves, because you were 35, one passed away, with the 34 people you currently have, 11 are going to shore. That leaves you 25, uh, 23 on the on the deck, on the boat Good. itself. Good, yeah. cool. Yeah, more than enough to hold off a, a surprise raid party. Plus, it's middle of the day. If that's going to happen, they're not going to do it when everybody can see them coming. They're going to wait till nightfall. So, right. Yeah. All right. You uh, you pull the longboats in. You the swivel guns mounted. Figure by time this is all done, it's noon, and it is what it is May eighth, the morning of May eighth. So the weather is still not overly overly hot. It's a little matter of fact. This morning it's a little cloudy. This you know no big deal. The longboats make it to the rivers at the river and at the mouth of the river. Yeah, you know the the current is is decent. It's not like driving. And and so difficult that you can't paddle up, up up river, but you know it's requiring a little bit of effort. So everyone's putting their backs into it and making their way. Um, you do hear this the, the sounds of of tropical jungles, right? You hear the macaws, um, the toucans, the different types of birds, uh, all kinds of you know that 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 sounds that just reverberate all through a jungle area as uh, as the long ships are are making their way. You go about. You figure half a mile, and there's still no sign to see any of the longships yet. Now, again, depending on where the fresh water supply is, all that stuff, that's that's not absolutely uncommon. 
uh, her men with the with the size crew that she would have on a longboat, twenty to thirty men per per ship. She could have, you know, they could be pulling up and down this river with no problem. But what you do start to notice is various totems, symbols, and things carved into these tall, what once obviously were trees, they were wooden, but there's different faces. And some of them are rather bizarre and 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 shaped like animals you're unaccustomed or unfamiliar with. And, you know, they're they're painted. And the other thing that Jezebel spots off the side is because the river's probably only about 200, 250 feet wide. And, you know, she starts, she points over and Jezebel, you see what appears to be shrunken heads. Um, I, I don't mean to alarm anyone. Um, I, I tap, uh, monkey. I'm sitting next to him. I'm like tapping him and I accidentally hit him in the head because I'm not actually looking at him as I'm doing this. I'm focused solely what? on the heads. What? What what do you want? You keep tapping me. I, I don't mean I don't mean to alarm anyone. It's not a time for the group. Later. Um there are shrunken heads over there. I see them. They're like on a string. That's not, like, that's not good. Like like garden ornaments. What is this? What sick place of, is your sister in law traveling to, you vest and bitch? My god. We're going to be killed. We are going to be killed. No vestin worth their salt would come to a place with bitches. <laughs> with with bitches. There's no. bitches everywhere. No beaches with sand. Oh, and palm trees. And don't monkeys. you have Don't you have beaches where you live? You made live on of an rocks, island. made of rocks or cliffs. That is the bitch, not this. <laughs> I think depending on where you live in the world geographically, your definition of beach is different. Why are we arguing about this now? There are shrunken heads on strings. One of your, one of the Marines, um, who was the last one that you named? Bramsby. Bramsby. Not the butler. Looks over and goes and gives you the international sign of please stop screaming on a river with shrunken heads. Do you know what that looks like? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> looks, okay. like, looks like dinner. No, what he's saying is, if there's anything that you could do not to do that, to please not scream, there are shrunken heads while we're paddling up this river, it would be greatly appreciated. And then, ma'am. He gives you that symbol too, ma'am. I just want to say that during all of this, I am just staring straight ahead. I'm not acknowledging what Isabel's saying because I I just, I won't look at the shrunken heads. I'm just like, no, if I can't hear her, la la la. Going about Elisa, my... you need to see this. No, I don't need to see anything. I can see a lot with my eyes right in front of me. Focus, eye on the prize, Isabel. Eye on the prize. Gaze forward. There's a, there's a big bend in a, a, the river that makes a sh- you know a big swooping left hand turn. Um, the the rocks are a little bit heavy, thicker here, so you're gonna have to take the the longboats one at a time. So you're pulling, and you make your way around the one the bend. Uh, what? Who goes first, the Marines or you guys? Officers or Marines? Us. Okay, so you're the first one around. Ezra, Annika, you, all of you, see three long canoes blocking the river up about 
150 feet past the bend and there's what appear to be islanders people you know darker tan skin just to the way feathers in their hair they're all kind of just sitting there and they're they're rowing very comfortably like as if the current is not shifting them too far left or too far right they understand the river they understand the you know the the current where they are in this particular part of the river they're very they're obviously at home here they don't look anything like annika's people but uh you're you know they're just yes and they're definitely locals uh matter of fact uh captain davis referred to them as the ruhari people and they're kind of a couple people rowing on the one side think of like uh canoes almost like they would have in hawaii right with the um Oh, the outboard on the side. The yeah. outboard on the side, and they're and but they're controlling it. They're not moving. But there's about, you know, forty of them in these long canoes total, ten, twelve a piece. There's and they're block blockading the entire river. And there's one man standing up as you you know as you met round the bend, and he's looking at you. And he has this very elaborate headdress on, probably about five foot four, five foot five. Well. Oh, and- well, this is... My deck gun's handy. Well, this is comforting. Um, no, this is very bad. I was being sarcastic. Um, have they seen us yet? Oh, yeah. Okay. That's why they're blockading the river. Well... Yeah, they, saw, they saw us for last mile. Okay, is there anywhere to make land? Or do we, are we forced Everyone? to continue I mean, you, on the water? No, I mean, there's places that you could you know, lee up on the, sh- you know, to the side of the river and tie off. But I mean, now, now you're, right. as the, the boats slowly inch down river toward the welcome party. Uh-huh. Um, Isabel to the rest of the officers. As the person who is arguably the most skilled in hand to hand combat. Um, Please, and who, oh, and the one who has to protect all of your asses, please do not say anything stupid. Do not piss them off, because it, my ass will be, I've learned this expression, grass, if you start a fucking fight with these people. I am not prepared to die today. I have things to do. I have shoes to wear. You, she looks at Gregor, you are a good friend, but sometimes you piss people off. It's a gift. Uh, uh, you're correct, but why, why, why are we talking about this now? Because I don't want you to say something to anger them. Just be nice. I doubt they can even speak the same language. Yes. But you have, but you have people who can get through languages. Yes. Yeah. Which means I won't be talking anyway, though, is my point. Right. Correct. So you get, you get how, so are you pulling over to the shore or are you approaching them to where you can at least talk? Because um, that's only that's only about a hundred feet. I mean, you could be about a hundred feet from them still. I would like to go to the shore where we can like get out of the boats and be on solid ground before we talk to them. Okay, interesting. You make your way over to the. Sh- Is everybody in agreement with that? We're good because the captain. I mean, not on a boat now. Make sure everybody's okay. Yeah, I don't. Okay I don't have it. a full authority anymore. That's just my um, suggestion. Uh, uh, they start getting out of the boat. I'm going to man the gun that we mounted. Oh, we're going out of the boat. Okay. No, I don't know that. Is everybody okay docking, or are you approaching on water? As a player, I would kind of maybe remind people that maybe they don't want us on their land itself unless we tell them why we're here. Like, docking implies that we're going to be tramping on their stuff. (laughs) Okay, I I didn't think about that. 
my thought process was I don't want to fight know it. How to get, yeah, we know I how get to get that. out by water. We don't know about the land. True. Yeah, you get driven away from the boats, you're you're in a bad shape. Yeah, All I mean, right. they could just run us into swamp. You know Mr. I mean? Monkey. Um, I, uh, do you know if you could be, if you could communicate with these people? Any, do you know if they speak a language you're akin to? Or would you like uh, me? I don't know, Keeper. Would I be, would I, they're not, I think the uh, linguistics is anybody in, uh, in the uh, the main world, isn't it? Does it include this world too, or no? If you have a knowledge of all of the amount of languages you and Elisa have, then what they're allowing you to have is the ability to get through it somehow by using symbols, sign, you know, uh, keywords, pointing. You just have that accruement of being able to pick up dialects quickly. Okay, then I say like, you know, I, I, I'll get uh, I'll get your point across, Cap. Yeah, you and Elisa can do it, no problem. If I activate my virtue, which uh-huh. is friendly, which I have done in right. the past, so when I meet a new character, even a villain, even someone that means me bad intent, they treat me as friendly for one scene. So I can at least avoid us getting attacked for one scene. Is this something that I could use this for? If not, then I will just... Uh, absolutely. All right. So I'll... I'll put my, I'll put like a hand on your shoulder and I'll just say, I will try to communicate with them as best as I can. And, um, so that's your virtue. Yes. That's your virtue, Elisa. Yes. Do you need okay. a hero point? I mean, do you need to spend a hero point to activate the virtue or is it just something? That- Usually. Okay. Then, um, I'll use my hero point. Okay. So you get to be within about 60 feet of them and, uh, we're just going to do this in English, okay, because there's no reason to act this all out. But uh, right. his hands are up. Ezra, you're getting the gist of it as well. His hands are up, like, both hands, like, stop. You know, pause. Stop, right. Yeah. So, yeah, I I start by saying, we mean no harm. We are here searching for a woman. A woman that looks like, and I, I point to Annika. Because she's vested too. I wave. I I, I whispered to her. I go, Ursa. I said, Ursa. We're looking for Ursa. Her name is Ursa. We mean to bring her back home. And if she no want to go? That is up for her to decide. She has told us she does not want to go. May we meet with her? It will be for her to decide. You've brought big ship into waters, into the bay, beyond. Go back. I will send word. If she wishes to speak, she will come to you. I look to my team and I go, any objections? I can communicate with him further. Um, Maybe we... I mean, we can... That's, I don't know if that's an acceptable thing. We need to speak with her. It is not. Well, perhaps we can tell him to tell her that um, her husband is currently sitting in a jail cell. Would that matter? 
this they had a falling out before he arrived at the Tibian place, the Tibian port. How She's not in good terms with him. So there is no more love between them. How sad. They didn't say that. He she just she just left him because he had been drinking too much. She, she, she marooned him basically. Oh. I mean, in, in a port, but she marooned him oh, and kept so going. Maybe not the best plan. Ezra, an idea? Yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm just thinking that, uh, you know, if she'd be in a small ship and us in a brig, we should be able to catch her. We can. We can go back on ship. Maybe leave another longboat on the other side of the island or two. And if she tries to come out, we just attack her from there. I mean, the only way out for her is on her ship. How do we know this is the only river out, though? Well, we can send another. We can send another longboat around. As a scouting party, Annika? and wait her out. Wait her out until uh, until uh, the other captain comes. Annika would try to tell Elisa to say, "Tell him, I demand to see Annika Finley now." What did I say? We are vested. We meet each other head on. If well, she is, if she is true, if she has any vested left in her blood, she will meet me. I nod, and I was going to say that I nod, and I'll communicate this with them. Annika, you standing there and saying this. I mean, the the man who's on the boat can't understand your words well. Um, he speaks a little bit of your language because. Uh, your uh, Yursa was able to communicate with them as you know before you guys got here, obviously. But where you were rowing just a few moments ago, when you know before you communicated with Elisa, a piece of very very thin wood with a ploofy feather at the back strikes the oar, and you hear the Marines go. Miss! From both sides, darts come whipping through the air. And that's where we'll stop it for tonight. Oh no, my boys! You gotta be kidding me. I I thought I activated the friendly virtue for a reason. This is what I was trying to avoid. They're not firing at you. They're gonna talk to you, but... They want me gone! They they know that the big one is making all kinds of threats. So they're right. What did we I say? Deck gun. We can take out their leader. <laughs> we what? got a deck gun. <laughs> what did I say? About Annika what? smash! About the no. shrunken right. heads, about... No, Annika, no smash. So we're going to pick it up with the heroes getting the first move as these darts come whipping in from left and right, deep in the Congo. Uh, oh, please. Oh, yeah, Right. No, that's that's no two smash. different locations. I'm trying to be included. Shush. But uh, from all of us here at the Bardic College tonight, thank you for joining us on the Seven Seas uh, Second Edition with the Secrets of the Seraphim. The crew will be back real soon, and we will t- show you exactly what's going on and how crazy it can get when poison darts come flying left to the left and to the right. But uh, until next time, everybody, thanks for joining us. Good night. Thank you for listening to The Secrets of the Seraphim. We hope you enjoyed our show. If you would be interested in helping us continue to bring these adventures to you, 
please join our Patreon at patreon.com slash thebardiccollege to gain access to our solo adventures, interviews with the writer and casts, and advanced news about our appearances at conventions. You can also follow us on Facebook at the Bardic College page. Until next time, may all your days be filled with fair weather and calm seas.